Mikey, E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have Chicken Bones. So, when we, uh, we had this one uh, suggested to us by a commenter on YouTube uh, from one of our previous uh, stories, and uh, when I looked up who the author of Chicken Bones was, Stephen Shorter, I was pleasantly delighted, because we know that guy. <laughs> We've done stories of his. Uh, he was the one such behind as... such as Slender Knight, even though he doesn't quite like that one. Um, uh, he's also done uh, Digital Immortality, which mm. you didn't really like that much. <laughs> but he's also done like some really good ones, like The Lock, um, the uh, the Baggage series, Snuff, um, and actually, I think that might be the ones that we've touched on. He's done. He has a couple of other ones that we haven't touched on yet. So I'm on board for any of those. No. Okay, then my problem is I purge my memory banks too much. Because <laughs> all of those I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> you guys, I don't think you have touched, like, the first of his, like, the ones that he did, we did for, like, uh, for your Patreon episodes. I don't oh, know okay. You guys touched it, like, so, it, was, it, was, it was, I think it was, like, into year two that we started, like, picking up his stuff. And I see. it was mainly through, like, the, because of, uh, it started with a crossover we did with the Drunk and the Ugly podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, yeah, when I found it, I was like, oh, it's a Stephen Shorter story. Sweet. Um, this will be really, really well written, and uh, but have some like, and 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 probably have a really decent story, or be kind of slightly off. <laughs> great, great recommendation. Yeah, I don't know if that's great uh, reputation. If you're complimenting him or insulting him at this yeah. point. <laughs> no, like uh, it's yeah. I was I was pleasantly uh, delighted to to read the story, um, but we'll go we'll go into that because like, we're that's not. We're not here to praise people all the time. <laughs> well, when they deserve it, yeah, we can. Yeah, when they, yeah, when mm-hmm. they deserve it. But yeah, we'll, so we'll go into, into the rundown for Chicken Bones. So uh, our narrator, uh, this is told actually from a pure um, first-person perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, the narrator is talking to the reader, but the reader, in this case, we are actually assuming a role. Or, no, the reader's not actually, like, being talked to in this. It, he's being talked to by a third party who is this reporter mm-hmm. character. But the reporter never talks. It's just the uh, the character who's narrating the story is... It's just that, that one side. That. It's a first-person perspective from Nair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's invited this this uh, reporter into his uh, his house to, to interview about the this, these missing kids um, case that's happened. Um, and he goes into the what happened. And so he was a... Uh, a fresh, like fresh out of, of university teacher, um, starting at a school in Tirgolwin, uh, or the village of Tirgolwin, mm-hmm. uh, back in the nineties, and um, everything was was starting off like it was a fresh start, really good. Like it was like really, he thought it was going to be really good, and then the dolls happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, this fog rolls into into the valleys as the school buses come into the, this new school that's been put up to accommodate all the different villages and hamlets in the, in the valleys uh, of Golwyn. Um, and uh, 
he's going through the, the register or the register of all the kids that are coming in for his class, and he's missing one. But he's like, oh, maybe they're sick or something like that. And um, as he's uh, going to get some fresh air, like halfway through his class, um, he goes outside and hears a, a sound like a clank, clank, clank. And he looks out to the the gate where the near the um, near where the kids go out to uh, near the road, mm-hmm. and it's there's this doll. And it's like a porcelain-headed doll with like a, some kind of woolen um, body. Um, and he, he takes it inside. and it, it, It's it, tied it, to the pole. Yeah, it's tied to the pole like a, like a, noose, like basically like a noose. Um, and he, it, it, the face on it is articulated to look like the kid from that, that's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so he takes it inside because it looks like, this, like a seam is really like just begging to be like loosened and stuff like that. And it's a lot heavier than he, than he thinks it should be. And when he opens it up, clatters out just chicken bones. Oh well, he's bones. not sure. Yeah, bones initially, and he's like, "Oh god!" And so he like contacts some people, and the cops show up and stuff, mm. uh, and they investigate this because this like this is like some kind of weird prank or threat or something like that. Um, and the one of the cops who was uh, formerly like grew up on a farm said not- identifies them as chicken bones. Um, but then they find out that the kid has actually gone missing. Like, he never, he, he left his house and then never got to school. Mm-hmm. So, they don't want to draw too much attention on what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, they they let the kids go home without telling them what's been going on, or what's going on. Don't tell the parents what's happening. And then the next day, he's dreading coming to school and, like, worried about what's going to happen. And especially when a school bus doesn't arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they, they set up, they, they contact the cops again. The cops go to investigate because they think they found the bus. Um, and they leave a, a cop car with two guys in it at the school to, like, watch. I believe you're missing a piece. Am I missing? The dolls? We haven't got there yet. Not yet. Really? Yeah, the, the, the bus goes missing yeah. first. So he's freaking out uh, while this is, like, in his, in his class because uh, he's only got, like, a handful of kids there that just watch the school. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and he needs some air, so he goes outside... And then he hears the clatter, 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 like a cacophony of them. And he goes out and he sees 30 fucking dolls strung up on the gate. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, he doesn't even need to like see what they are. That's all the kids. Yeah. And then he like runs over to the p- patrol car mm-hmm. and there's two dolls in there and the, guy, yeah. the cops are missing. Yeah. <laughs> and so he runs inside or he just, he kind of just goes inside and faints mm-hmm. from like anxiety and like what, like stress of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's woke. He wakes up on like a little beanie ba- bag thing, uh, as or like a little beanie chair, um, as like a, a paramedic or something like that is like, um, is uh, attending to him, attending to him. Yeah, check make sure he's okay. Um, and yeah, the it's gone. It's gone into the news. Like the the bus was found, um, but the thirty kids are missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they found a a barn, like mm-hmm. a farmhouse nearby, that has a bunch of like. That the the police are just like boarding up and like cr- considering a crime scene and stuff like that. It's like mm-hmm. horrible. Like never really quite says what happens. Mm-hmm. Just just has like the, the the you just know that something bad happened there. Um, and as he's getting pulled into the um, he he leaves the school to go to the amb- like get into the ambulance and he just gets barraged by like cameras and re- and photographers and, re- and reporters. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like rushed in before like anybody can get a good shot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, after that event happens, he basically shuts himself inside his ho- uh, house, quits his job, 
Um, doesn't leave except for like a week later when he goes up to the uh, to the farmhouse um, and tries to get in, but like the cops are still there, like working on their on the perimeter and stuff like that. And they just tell him to go home. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. he can do, uh, and just to fight, we'll we'll let you know what we, what we find out. And so he goes home and he checks on the news, and they apparently found uh, a leaked footage mm-hmm. uh, of somebody going into that house, and in the basement there was. Um, like strung up bones, like beets, mm-hmm. but they weren't chicken bones. They were straight up children's finger bones, <laughs> just strung up. Um, so we then cut to uh, like the the kind of here and now of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that like uh, the last time he checked it out, like a couple of, like a little while ago, he he had to go check out the house again. Um, so he basically broke and entered into the house. It's a derelict at this point. Mm-hmm. It's been closed up. It's been it's been a cold case for a couple of years, and well, uh, twenty years. Yeah, twenty years at least. Um, and so he goes in and uh, goes. It doesn't find anything except when he goes to the shed. He finds in the uh, the the chicken feed because there's chickens uh, on the property as well. Um, he finds in the chicken feed uh, container like, normal chicken feed and, like, ground-up bones. And there's even, like, a pestle and, like, mortar with, ground with like, the remains of bones being ground up. Uh, but then he also finds a box... Uh, or, no, finds some fo- uh, some folders mm-hmm. um, with every car- every person um, that was... that was a- All the kids that were abducted and a photograph of them. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to, like, the final one he, like, checks. And it's this, like, really blurry... Like motion blurred, uh, uncom- incomplete photo of him getting into the ambulance, um, and there's an incomplete doll, uh, like the face isn't there or anything like that. But it was like getting prepped and stuff like that. So the killer he suspects was one of the photog- one of the reporters or photographers. Um, and then in the interview, as he finishes up that, uh, he's like, "So no, it was a great time. Like, I, I really need to get that off my chest." Oh, you need a you need a photograph of me? Yeah, sure, okay. Um, what's what could it hurt? And then he get and then like the final scene is just click, like of a photo. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of the story. Presumably, like presumably mm-hmm. either um, the reporter that he the interviewer that he was uh, with is the killer or mm-hmm. not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of leaves yeah. that little like hanging there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the that's chicken bones. So, uh, I guess with starting off, uh, do we want to do, uh, I have a few words from God actually. Um, like Stephen, I actually contacted Stephen Shorter. Um, like I said, I just, I contacted Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah I contacted Cthulhu, yeah. Uh, no, I contacted Stephen, uh, Shorter on, on Twitter just to ask a few questions. Um, cause I've, we've kind of had a few contacts in the past, uh, with other stories that he's done. Um, just to ask him like some things about the story, I didn't get a whole. Lot. I didn't do ask a whole lot, but um, some things like I asked him uh, like if Kerr Golwin, which is the the town that this all takes place in, is based off of anything or if it's a real place, and he says that it's based off of uh, Banger Gwynedd. I apologize if I'm saying that wrong. Probably are because um, it's Bangor, like Bangor, Maine. Okay. Um, but then it's Gwynedd, as in. G W Y N E D D. Um, it's basically on a peninsula in uh, northeastern uh, UK. 
Um, he spent his teens there, and according to him, it has a bleak beauty to it, and is very like hauntingly like um, picturesque. Hmm. Like it is a dis- kind of almost dystopic <laughs> in terms of like it, it's 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 Lovecraft country in the UK. <laughs> Essentially, mm. is what it seemed like. Seems uh, like, like he, he sent me a, uh, he gave me a, a poem, well, he showed me a poem uh, that somebody did of the area. And after I read it, I was like, that is gothic as fuck. <laughs> uh, the other thing. Uh, well, before noted, we move on, yeah. um, when I Googled the place, yeah. I, I didn't find the place, but I found uh, Tur Gwyn, G W Y N. There's no U and L in it. And that's apparently. Um, a term for, like, standing stones in a field in the UK. Oh, that makes sense, too. Like, just another, like, creepy little, like, another, like, kind of mysticism or creepiness to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, according to, according to him, the story is set in the same universe as Stephen's other stories, Baggage and The Other Network. The Other Network we've never actually done, but apparently it's uh, one of his um, more popular stories. Mm-hmm. Like, people... It's the one that he gets uh, asked to, like, uh, gets asked by people to, like, narrate and stuff like that the most. Um, so, I thought that was interesting. Um, and it's not actually, like, a sequel to any of those stories. It's just kind of set in the same, like, creepy Lovecraftian or, like, mythos universe that he's created. Yeah, there's no order to, to read them in. No, they're, they're just, just the same set world. in the same kind of, like, dreary UK te- world, basically. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's, that's what, basically the gist of what I got from, from Stephen. Uh, so. God, as you call him. Yeah, well, I, mean, well, like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Words from God. Like, I, that's, I know That's what true. you say when you, words from authors. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, as they are the gods of their stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I guess we'll move on to, everyone expects the Grammar Inquisitions, at this point. Um, nothing negative from me here. Um, just some pleasant discoveries, actually, uh, with regards to, like, words that I did not know, or I was not privy to. Hmm. Um, so we're going to start off with this. Is that technically grammar? Yeah, it's grammar. In the grammar they're, area. They're, they're words. I, I, and they're not, they're not I, They are words, you're right. I'm <laughs> just saying I normally put that in my notes. <laughs> I, 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 was ta- I was debating that, but I was like, then I'm not going to have anything to complain about. <laughs> this isn't complaining. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not going to have anything like in terms of, like for grammar acquisitions. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, and everybody expects a grammar acquisition. I'm done. Like <laughs> We've done that before, though. I know, but I don't... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine, go ahead. Yeah. Alright, so... Uh, the school bus had already arrived, and the children were lining up to go inside, shivering in their anoraks and school jumpers. Anoraks! A parka with faux fur lining. Usually for cold weather, also a UK slang in the vein of, of the Japanese otaku, uh, someone with an obsession with a, in a niche of knowledge or a topic. Um, basically like, the, like an uber-secluded like like, niche nerd. Kind of character mm-hmm. or character uh, archetype. It's um, also a that, way to um, speak about a group of people who are all anorexic. They're all anoraks. No, no, it's not. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am misinformed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, joking aside, though. Yeah. Um, also, the slang for the 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 UK slang is not relevant to the story because it's no. actually using it literally as the cold weather gear. But yeah. I never knew... I, I, did, I, I wasn't privy to that. That was a word yeah, for a yeah. parka. Yeah. So, and, and I looked at them and I was like, I remember jackets like that, but not being called anorak. And 
It's probably because we don't leave, live in the UK. Yeah, That's yeah the main and, reason. I, and I also thought that looked stupid. So, <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, they're basically they're a parka with like basically a, a fur lined hoodie. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like it's not that bad. It's just so bad. It's warm. Well, That's the it's idea. Warm, yeah, it's more. Yeah. yeah, it's it's warmth for it's it's comfort over like um, appearance. Mm-hmm. So it's function over form. Exactly. Thank you. That's what I was trying to get. But it's not functional because it only has a zipper that goes down part way. Yeah, because it drapes down like a cloak. Yeah. So that's well, not they zip cool. up. Yeah, they zip up, but they don't zip down all the way. So you have to. You have to put it on. What are you, that, that's yeah. how a parka works. Yeah. So it's not functional at all. Does it keep You're you wrong. warm? You're wrong, and I hate you. <laughs> Does it keep you warm? Yes, then yes. it's functional. Yes. But you it, can't just zip it up. It's not like this. What is a function? It doesn't matter. We don't need to argue about yeah. this. <laughs> anyway. Um, I knew being a shorter story. Oh. Being, being a Stephen Shorter story. <laughs> that I'd be in for some UK flavor. And this is no exception. And I learned a new word today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next one. Uh, the kids cottoned on to the mute horror being displayed by their teachers. Cotton on, phrasal verb. If you cotton on to something, you understand it or realize it, especially without people telling you about it. Another term I learned. Uh, I've never heard that before. Here it's basically caught on. Oh, if you caught on. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But it's cotton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, do we we just shorten cotton on? Yep. Fuck. (laughs) We made it make more sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess Mm. Oh, regional dialects. Yeah. Uh, and that's my that's my grammar positions. It wasn't really much of an inquisition so much as a grammar inquiry. <laughs> inquiry is yeah. the shit now. Yeah. Uh, and also I I noticed I think one front butt. Oh yeah, there's one. There's one, right? <laughs> yep. But otherwise he doesn't use it at, at all. No front end or front butts whatsoever through the entire Except story. Except for the one. I actually had to, I actually had, I'm not going to lie, I had to digitally, like, I had to, like, use the find option on the browser to look for butts and just, like, it's like, are they, is there anything? No, no, no. No! One! Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be a creepy pasta if there wasn't yeah. one. <laughs> but yes, Mikey, what do you have? Uh, I'm going to start with a run-on sentence. Uh-oh. Uh, that also has a an interesting uh, way to say a word. So yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Okay. He's about to until you cut him off to tell him to go, <laughs> which wasted more time. You see, by now he would have been done with his quote already. <laughs> Ow! I was fresh out of university back then, just finished my training to become a teacher, and eager to start my first professional job, so I was thrilled to be offered a place at the Tyr Gulwin Infants' School. Also, is it Tyr or Kerr here, Goldman? T I R. Fuck. Uh, I think I I, I, had, I have a, a grammar position on myself because <laughs> I definitely have it written here. Kiergolin. <laughs> Shit. Are you copy and pasted? <laughs> I know. It's not like you copy. No, and no, that, 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 one, that one actually I wrote. So I like I I just typed that one out because like oh, okay. that, that was the uh, about um, uh, Stephen 
Oh, like Stephen's information regarding his own story. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Tiergullwind. Tiergullwind. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little bit long, and the infances seems weird to me. The what? The infances school. Oh, yeah. Infances. Because it has an apostrophe. That is odd. It's the infants school. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, isn't that just preschool? <laughs> but at that point in the story, I didn't realize it was UK. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because it could also be like like that could be something in that like in like another like type of terminology that they, mm-hmm. we yeah. have and they don't. It might just be you're saying it wrong. Like you're saying infances, mm-hmm. but it's infants. Yeah, because sometimes that's... it's infants with an apostrophe at the end. Yeah, it's like. Sorry, well, he's yeah. at, what he's asking is: Is it apostrophe s or s apostrophe? That's infants, man. But like, that's how you say you say that infants, infants is. But it's got a you, you just call it infants when it's written. That it just means that that's how you um, like how you know that it's a it's something's school. It's like if it was the other way around, if it was infants with the apostrophe after the s, that would be. That would be assuming that the infants own the school, I like, believe. Yeah, <laughs> like, they have possession over yeah, the school. I, I, would, I would understand if there was another S after that apostrophe, but there is, it's just the apostrophe at the end of, an, of the S, because putting another S is unnecessary. Well, here's the other thing. Is it even necessary to have an apostrophe? Could yeah. you just go infants? Yeah, because the, the apostrophe uh, adds, like, uh, not ownership, but, like, it's, like, the, the school is for, for infants. Yeah. The school is for that that subject. Yeah, but when or we not, say not for that subject, for that pe- for that group of people. Because, yeah, but when we say like public school, we don't say public school because public school is a public school, whereas like and preschool is a preschool. But but like um, I'm trying to think of like something yeah, we don't really like, have an equivalent of like, we don't have an equivalent where like that is like where it's like some like the the group of persons ownership of that place. Because mm-hmm. that's what that is trying to. Well, there's like, um, there's like, honestly, there's like girl, girl schools where like yeah, it's girl all... schools, which is just girls, comma or apostrophe school, probably. or generally it would probably just be girls. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, again, it might be a it might be a, di- a dialect a, a regional dialect thing like school like UK uses the apostrophe like for. For that, mm-hmm. over like where we just removed it, probably <laughs> we just streamlined it's just, it. It's extra work. Yeah. Scared of that. Yeah. I mean, we're just bumpkin. Uh, 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 we're just the bumpkin folk uh, uh, in the new world. They're the mm-hmm. they're the rat English. <laughs> the rat English. Why do you just go into like southern? <laughs> because it's fun. All right, that's fair. That's one percent fair. <laughs> that, that's there's no like like there's no like. Um, uh, Derogatory ter- to it, like derogatory nature to it. Yeah, you just, it's just fun to yeah, do. It is. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. We we're getting off topic, though. We are. <laughs> yes. So, onwards to the front butt. Yes. Yes. The camera zooms in, and the beads become bones. But these aren't just chicken bones, they're not broken up into fragments like the bones in the dolls. So disappointed, Stephen. You, you had one so job. Close. You're, so, you're so close. <laughs> uh, also, he uses a full colon in there. Death. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Should be a semicolon. Yeah. There. Oh, because he's not starting the list. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah. 
That's where the cream pasta fell apart, right there. I do feel like Steven is probably gonna like listen to this after I've like I did like talk to him on Twitter. So yeah. I'm just like, I hope you're enjoying this. <laughs> all right, and, and that's all that I have. No. I suppose it's on to me then. Yep. So on to Xbox. No. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> well, you're, do, you, do you have a technically? Chance? You're not wrong, although because you did, you're learning a thing in the in the grammar related do ones. Do I have one that you guys didn't mention. Uh, gibbet. Oh, I know what that is. I never heard of a gibbet before. It's equivalent it, to it, a gallows. Yeah, it's it's an older term, but it checks out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think. Did you I, have to Google it? No, because Saint John. Uh, my trip to Saint John's, they have a place called Gibbet Hill where uh, they used to hang people. <laughs> That's nice. That's real nice. So I knew what it was from context to a, to a history. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. Although when I first saw when I first saw it, I, 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 there was a moment where I was like, "Gibbet is that like entrails or something like that?" And then I was like, "No, right? No, that's giblets. Giblets. Yes. Giblets. Yes. <laughs> and that's when you shoot someone with like a rocket launcher in give. Unreal Tournament, and they just turn into flesh chunks. Yeah. Or as we yeah. like to call it, it's when you gib somebody. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. You're giving someone the rocket. Exactly. Yes. So they give. Yeah. Alright, so on to actual thoughts then. I suppose. Um, I'm just going to start with this quote at the very from the first paragraph. I suppose I'll start my story by setting the scene. I believe you've already set the scene of this narrative in a rather interesting audio drama sort of way to me. Um, while I don't condone like the YouTube narrator scene w- with regards to the practice of just like reading somebody else's work and not asking for it or and just making money off of somebody else's work or not even crediting them, what the hell is he talking whatnot, because um, here's that's a dick move, I do see this being ripe, like this story being ripe for th- for that form of medium, like doing it as like an audio thing. Like, this story to me felt like a radio drama. Like, it could have been, like, a radio drama. Or like, a recording, of, basically. Or a because recording, it's yeah, a like an audio drama kind of thing. Or interview, like, right? Yeah, because it's the interview of the style. And, like, the way it's written, it kind of felt more like almost like a screenplay kind of thing than a traditional, like, story. Uh, I think it's because of the first-person perspective that we get. The, the scene isn't set, though. It is, because, like, we... like. That first paragraph really like sets like the kind of the, the tone of the story where well not set the tone but it, it really kind of sets the narrative of the story where it's being there's two narratives going on one being a guy telling another guy the story and then, and then the other one story. being the story yeah and the story so the narrative of the story hasn't been set yet so in the in universe world these two people are there they're aware that they're there but the setting for the story that he's telling the interviewer has not been set that's what he's mentioning yes and 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 that's obviously that's what that quote actually means like he's setting the the, the setting up the the scene for that i just mean like out of game or out of story like reading it he's already kind of set the scene i was just using that as the jump off point for my like the fact that I, yeah. like, I think the story could be used. As Scene A film. is set no. yes. quite well Move with on the interview to situation. Yes, yeah. it, it the issue is scenception here. Yes, yes, it's very scenception. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a story. It's a scene within a story. story. Clearly, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. But yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I do honestly like, and and I get, when I was talking to him, it uh, sounded like basically like he gets. Uh, a ton of requests to read this story on, like, from readers, and he generally does actually like let them um, because he wants his like stories. He feels like like well, might as well like 
let his story like be out there. Yeah. And like I'm fine with and just a quick aside, like I am fine with like YouTube narrators and stuff like that reading stories as long as they credit and they like or at least ask permission. Yeah. And don't monetize without that. Mm-hmm. Like, because, again, like, you're basically just plagiarizing. Cause yeah, or, or, like, I feel like I mean, if they monetize, they should be, like, giving the author a cut. Yeah, like, if you don't mon- like if you don't transform it in a specific, in, in, like, if you're just reading the story, you're basically just transcribing the story into another medium yeah. and not transforming it. It's not a transformative piece. Therefore, you're plagiarism. It's equivalent to what I currently hate on YouTube, and sorry to anyone out there listening that happens to do this, although I doubt it, um, is uh, people doing reactionary videos to things. Yeah. Where they're just watching a video and reacting to it like what you would do if you just watched the video in the first place. If it's monetized, they're getting money to film themselves watching a video. I I mean, that actually all stems from uh, something that happened to few years ago youtubers react or no the no react? no, no it, it was a internet phenomenon which, which i believe most of you was listening may have heard of two girls one cup oh yeah that 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 really did start the reaction video didn't yeah, it because literally when you google that the first thing you find is reaction videos yeah i saw reaction videos and i was like i'm stopping yep. i don't need to watch whatever they're reacting to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That really did start like the the shock. Basically, the um, the shock reaction videos is really mm-hmm. what started that. Um, and again, like just kind of again, like reading like creepypastas does like get it out there because it does get promoted mm-hmm. promote the stories. But there's such an, there's so many people that do it in the like borderline illegal way or not, not illegal, yes illegal. But like borderline, like dick move way of like monetize making money off of somebody else's hard work yeah. by just rereading the story that they did. Like and you, not did, you added it, no, so it's yeah. assumed that they wrote it exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you added, you did no creative work to it other than using your voice on it, and like, like you need to do more than just that. Like, yeah, yeah. I believe that sets our stance on. YouTube readings, <laughs> yeah, and reactionary um, videos. Yes. Anyways, moving on. Yes, moving on. Yes. I apologize. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, here's the elephant. So here's here's a bit of an elephant in the room um, situation that we have. Um, they played a short clip which looked to have been shot from a mobile phone, allegedly leaked footage. In 1998. Mm-hmm. So show of hands, did anybody else uh, get uh, does anybody else uh, get the uh, the issue here? Yep, I forgot the time frame. <laughs> <laughs> well, although I, all I can say is no, you were so close to being free of any major okay. anachronisms. Okay, the, to be fair, I it does say looked to have been shot from. You know what? Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Hang, hang on, so hang on. it's just a really hang crappy on. camera. Hang on. So, just a little bit more, some, some more info dump. Uh, this is from the Wiki, Wikipedia entry on camera phones. The first camera phone was sold in 2000 in Japan, a Sharp JSH04 J phone model, although some argue that the SCJ, sorry, the SCH V200 and Kyocera. VP210 visual phone, both introduced months earlier in South Korea and Japan respectively, are the first camera phones. Uh, 
Now, like you said, he says, looks to have been. So maybe it was just a camcorder at the time that was so shitty that it felt like a mobile phone camera of the pure modern day equivalent. Yeah, the modern yeah. day. And it was, and like when it was being narrated and some of that, but oh, so close. Like, because, like, yeah, like you really, if, if that's the case, you really need to, like, yeah. Kind of emphasize that it's not actually a mobile phone. It's just it was like a mobile phone to like the quality of a mobile phone. Yeah, yeah. And the other issue there is that even though it was the first camera phone, Mm -hmm. it didn't have video exactly until like two thousand two or like 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 in the mid uh, aughts, basically. Plus, Mm -hmm. all those locations you mentioned were not the UK. Exactly. (laughs) And and again, I I did like this is actually the first thing that came up when I started talking to uh, Stephen about the story was. Yeah, I, there's that issue with the cell phone thing. I was like, yeah, it's on my list of shit I'm going to talk about. <laughs> but we fixed it. Yeah. It looks like it. It yeah, actually yeah, no, yeah, isn't. I, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, a crappy camcorder. He, he he messed with the aspect ratio because he's like, what's this button do? And it made it like really yeah. weird and vertical. It's like, oh, I don't know what button I hit. How do yeah. I fix it? Yeah. Oh, well, it still works. And it's also, in context, he's talking about 1998 in 2018. Is it 2018? Well, story... 20 years later. Is this is that when the story came out though? Like the story well, might be a little bit old, might be a little bit older, but even like in the mid aughts, it's still regardless. Like, there yeah. is a, a clear cut past time set, right? Yeah, yeah, 1998. So add 20 years on that, and that's when it's actually being interviewed. Well, is, yeah, no, is there actually a 20 year gap, or are you just he m- says even... 20 years? I'm pretty sure. Oh, in the story, I, I I thought I looked and I didn't see that, but. Maybe. It's when he goes back to the house. Oh, you're right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he does say it's been 20 years, so yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, even, like, he might just be referring to, like, the quality of the video that that was leaked, yeah. But it was like, oh, so close to, like, because the story was going on a pretty good pace until that. I didn't get caught up on that because I totally forgot it was in 1998. Yeah, I did. And then that's it's when fine. It's just and then, like to... if it had been a year later, it'd be like, and that's when Mr. Bear showed up. And... <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the UK. This is where Mr. Bear was after before 1999. Yeah, in 1998 he was in the UK, and then he vanished after he took all those 30 kids and went to went to Calden, Ontario. Yeah, to try his new shtick of running oh, a Mr. Bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Mr. Bear. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, that could yeah. be easily fixed by saying it. Came out with a quality of yeah, a, a mobile uh, a phone, mobile phone these days. Yeah, yeah. Easy fix. Yep. Yeah. All right, and then my my the last of my actual thoughts before we go into final thoughts, and before you guys do your actual thoughts. Um. Uh, so this is actually a fairly long paragraph. Um. The final. I'll go pa- make a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not that long. It's three paragraphs. All right, I'll go make a sandwich then. <laughs> You guys want anything? Uh, I'm good. Actually, where's my... I should refill my my water. Yeah. I'll be right back. Cool. Go on without me. Yeah. Oh, hi, dogs. (laughs) So, the final picture was of me. Not just any picture, though. I remember exactly where I was when it was taken. Blurred by movement, and partially obscured by the hand of a police officer shoving the photographer away... I could just about make out myself being bundled into the ambulance. There was one other object in the folder, a doll. It was only half finished, the face had not yet been completed, and 
one of the arms had not yet been fully attached. The resemblance was uncanny, however. Everything was familiar, from the brown suit right down to the stupid teddy boy hairstyle which I had in the 90s. The doll was me. <clears throat> no, not at all. I was glad to help. I guess sometimes we get over events by reliving them enough times. I just hope I don't get in trouble for the break-in part. You won't publish that, right? Good. What? Or what's that? A fresh photograph of me? Sure, yeah. Go ahead. Click. Oh. Gamer, if you want to come back, you can now. Back, demons, back. <laughs> I don't know why you have them guarding the, the, the water purifier so... So defensively. It's well, not necessary. There's running water here. Well, Sari and Bust do like their uh, their water. <laughs> their pure water. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so that after like after reading that, that last like that part of like him finding out what's going on, I was just like, Oh, it was the interviewer the whole time. Maybe? Actually It might I, actually just not be. <laughs> I would, actually I think that would be really interesting. And I, I think that is actually where the story is kind of nudging it to be. Um, I was beginning to think that, honestly, it was the cop from the beginning, like, from before the photograph. Like, the cop who used to live on a chicken farm, perhaps. And then that was the farmhouse there with the barn, and there's chickens there. <laughs> and where's that cop now? <laughs> um, he got turned into a ceramic doll. Or he was one... He was the one that put them there after he killed his, his, his partner and then took Oh, the he kids. faked his own death. Yeah. yeah. Um, but does narrator know at the end of the story... Like about the interviewer is that, or does he does he suspect after his findings? I doubt it because he, he wouldn't have made him. He wouldn't have let him take a picture if he yeah, assumed. Yeah, or, or or maybe he's like kind of just resigned himself to that fate. Maybe like after all those years, or is he oblivious? Like I think I think now after reading after reading reading the story and like going through it as we have on the show, my my money is on that he's oblivious yeah. because at the beginning I realized at the like that first paragraph. Um, He's like, you look familiar. Have I seen you before? Like, and then like he doesn't put two and two together at the end of this. So yeah, I'm thinking that he he's. It, it's kind of a like, um, like, we as a reader are like, no narrator, <laughs> <laughs> the killer's in your house. He's interviewing right now. But and the, it's basically like the doomed ending. Like, and it's like left to our um, kind of mulings as to whether or not the. Um, the killer is going to kill him right now because he's finished taking a photograph and stuff of that, or if he is, this actually is just a random interviewer and this is that's actually a red herring. Like it's up to you to decide if you yeah. want have him like die or survive. <laughs> Even if it is the killer, I don't think he'd kill him right then. He essentially no. has the picture and he would go he back and back. finish the the doll and exactly. then and take then him. kill him or yes. then whisk him away wherever he took the. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's my my actual thoughts until we go into final thoughts. Mikey, he stays for me. Alright. So. Uh, Looks like you were trying to break your phone in half there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're usually supposed to like crack your knuckles, not like crack your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so. Uh, the part where it started falling apart for me was when gym class begins. So he, the kids go to do their 
change into their gym clothes. Right, yeah, that's when they find the, the and then, doll in the, yeah. the school inside. Yeah. yeah, basically he goes outside to check the weather, and then he finds the doll, and then all this, and it's like, well, that's totally unbelievable, because kids changing, like, the fast one's done in two minutes. And he left them unattended for at least five minutes. So, he's a really bad teacher. <laughs> he's, a ver- he's a very fresh teacher. <laughs> yes, very but... Very new. You would think that he would know these things? Oh. Not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not on your side with this one. <laughs> it also just... might be, like... Because like, I also know that, like... I feel like... Uh, from what from from what media and culture has told or pop culture has taught me about the UK in terms of its education system, I feel like it's actually a lot stricter, and the kids are actually a little bit more like more disciplined in terms of like they're 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 given a little bit more independence to do that kind of stuff unsupervised because they will get in so much shit and they will get like rulers on their their hands if they go mm-hmm. um, if they if they like go out of line some of that uh, so like, I feel like. So they're not rebellious jerks like all the kids up here. Exactly, they're not rebellious jerks like the people in, in Canada and America. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like there is like kind of it, it, it's either um, kind of a UK thing to like to, for the the person to go out there, especially during the nineties. So it's a slightly older time, not that much older, but um, still. And also, um, he is a, a greenhorn essentially as a teacher, so he may not he may have like he may have a little more leniency in terms of his like practices or like they at the school there is like a whole monitor situation yeah, so there's people be, guarding yeah there, <laughs> yeah there might even be like another like another supervisor of some kind like just yeah, want, yeah keeping the kid yeah, while he goes and checks mm-hmm. yeah but that's not mentioned. it's stuff that's, that's not, not mentioned that's the problem yeah. yeah so basically at least five minutes of unattended children and there's 30 of them and they're little children. Yeah. It's not like... Yeah, this is essentially a preschool kind of yeah. situation, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I just don't subscribe to it. But also, preschool situation, there's going to be some that need help changing. Yeah. The older kids can help. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, caught, what caught me, actually, like, just a quick, side, like, quick uh, connection to this. What kind of caught me off guard was, like... He, th- does their school? And I didn't ask him. I should have asked Steve, uh, shorter about it. Um, does school start in the winter in the UK? Because so, like for us, it starts in the fall. But like he this, started, he started in the winter. Yeah. So it, okay. So school. So he started in the winter. Like he the started, previous teacher was turned into a doll. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're missing. The, the previous character. The previous owner. The previous teacher is the doll maker. There you also, go. Also the kids pissed him off so much. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to end them. <laughs> I'm just going to fuck yeah. their day up. People um, keep saying I look like that somewhat famous reporter. I'm just going to roll with it. Use that as my alibi. Uh, also, that's easily explained. It's a new schoolhouse, which means that they probably ran in the old ones until the new one was ready. Yes, so that that is also, yeah, it is a brand new... Brand new construction and like it went a little bit over into the into the the, the fall season to, for construction and when it was finally finished, it was winter. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. All right, I'll bite that. All right, at least nibble it. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then the next part that 
I was sort of annoyed with and had to read multiple times. And it's like, oh, there's more. <laughs> All right. Okay. So keep in mind, preschool, kindergarten. Yes. I put the few kids present to work on some story writing and I phoned the bus company. Maybe it's not actually preschool. It, 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 it might actually be preschool. Maybe it it's might like, just be maybe public like, school. Maybe it's like, yeah, no, public school grade one kind of his way. kids are five years old. Does that say that? The one kid the one that kid wasn't missing. And you usually have one teacher per grade. It's a gifted school. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think it might be like, yeah, like, so kindergarten at least. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 there will be super... Like, there are other people... There are other staff yeah. in the school. Like, no, yeah, but but the issue... Is the story writing. Yes. I mean, I got the story right when I was in... Like, in kindergarten, you're still of. learning how to read right, and that's write. Fair, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe storybook writing. like Or, like, sorry, not storybook. Uh, like, picture, picture story writing. Like, yeah, drawing pictures. Drawing that pictures, that yeah. would make more Drawing sense. pictures that portray a story. Yeah. That's the story writing. With uh, finger paints. Yeah. <laughs> Easily fixed. Yeah, easily fixed. Just change that to, to finger painting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then the next thing, there's a very next <laughs> sentence after phoning the bus company. No, they hadn't heard from the driver. He was probably just caught in traffic on his way through to the next town. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. Is the, the next line is like, oh, it might, took the words right out of my mouth right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, legit. Like, that is like, because well, again, because it's like the, the, narrator, the narrator is telling this to an interviewer, so he's like adding in his little insert yeah. audio, uh, like, comments on it. Also, I, I don't believe a bus would go from town to town. No, okay, this, unless there's an entire town that doesn't have a school. That's that's what That was the whole point of this school, was that basically they, they got commissioned, the tier oh, right, got right. commissioned to build a larger school so that they could accommodate all the little hamlets and villages in the in the uh, surrounding right. valleys. That's right, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it is actually like like kids from like all around like from like all this like rural area. And if you look at um Bangor, um Linden, again, sorry for the name bash or the name missing in uh, the UK. Yes. In in that area, um like where this is supposed to be based out yeah. of, um it's very like hilly near almost like kind of like um old like old mountain range style, like hilly, mm-hmm. where like it's like rounded mountains and like like deep valleys and stuff like that, right next to this where Bangor is. So yeah, yeah I could I could definitely buy that. Like it'd be like a bunch of like rural valley, mm-hmm. like villages. They all have a communal school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and my note here is that I don't know how UK buses communicate to each other, but in Canada. In the 1990s, they had CB radios and had to check in periodically to say where they were. Yeah. So a school bus just going suddenly missing. Um, another uh, little like, counter to that, um, funding. They only just got enough money to make, to make a new school. They're in so, the buses, though, like, by yeah, default. Yeah, so maybe the buses don't have... Oh, no. They're ancient school buses. <laughs> horse-drawn carriages is what they actually are. Yeah. It's actually a very long horse-drawn carriage. Yeah. It's, uh, like, yeah, no, they, they might have had a CB radio. Or, like, maybe they'd, like... Like, yeah, we haven't... Like, he hasn't called back or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that would have... Um, 
Yeah, if you it could be easily fixed <laughs> just by, just by saying uh, the, the the school bus hasn't checked in. That's fair. Yeah, but that would contact him. raise red flags and whatnot. So yes, and it, it would expedite yeah. the process. Yeah, but then it wouldn't that's be true. a horror story. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. no, actually, actually, in this case, yeah, like that's still like that would also like raise red flags. A little bit earlier, but I don't think it would ruin the... Like, no, it wouldn't change anything. It would just be like, yeah. huh, he's not responding. Maybe it's, maybe it's bad reception because of the hills? Like, because yeah. CB, like, because, again, like, the, it's a fairly mountainous area, or, like, hilly area, so... I don't know the specifics of CB and whether it goes through mountains. Pretty sure, like, it might have... It, I'm pretty sure it would have some trouble go, bouncing through, like, valleys. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. If only Captain Salenum was here and he could tell us about ham yeah. radios. <laughs> Insert his ham radio discussion now. Uh, whoops. Or not. Well, maybe. <laughs> and just leave that as silence. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Fujimi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, I'll save the uh, potential revelation for my final thoughts. Revelation. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Gamer, you're up. Oh right, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Figured I would know by now. You think? All right. So the way that the uh, story starts, just with "Hi, no, you're not late at all. Please come in." Say, and it goes on with this with Nair talking to no one. Is there actually a reporter there? Because yeah. the reporter doesn't say. Well, okay, like it's it's again like the like we are reading it as the like we're basically kind of it's we're linking it right now like we're we're entering we're basically playing Link as the report if Link was the reporter what? so like because Link never talks and well, he, but he does we, though but we never yeah. hear it though. okay he re- the, the, but they respond so the, the thing is this is a found recording. And basically, he only had the mic tied to himself. The yeah. mix? Yeah. The like, mic. Yeah. The mic, really. Okay. <laughs> so, we don't get the other side of the conversation because it wouldn't pick up on the mic. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, without a reason that you can't hear the simple things that the reporter's saying. Because he's responding to it in a way that you know what the reporter is saying. So, it's like, already... Like set up that the re- the reporter is saying these things, so why not have them say the things? Is I, my whole I, point. I don't have a problem with it because it's basically like Legend of Zelda, where Link does talk, but we never hear him talk because. But they respond to him as if he said something, like in order of time and Majora's Mask and stuff of like that. Like Link supposedly talks, or like people talk to him and then they respond to him as if he said something. Yeah, Zelda's like, like "What's your name?" Oh, and it's like. Um, that fart muffin? Oh, that's a cute name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> I was like, or what are you gonna do? Yeah, you should probably go there. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's just that. Like, I, it's I, it's just the the reporter character in this instance, while also potentially being the murderer, is basically the insert character for the reader. And so, I get that it works in Zelda like that, but this also isn't Zelda. No, I get so. that, but I'm I'm giving that as a as an analog to like this type of first-person story writing. Oh, okay, but from the get-go, it just made me think that the character is just insane, and they're just sitting at a table talking and to, like, a pile what? of chicken bones. That's, that's an interpretation. <laughs> Maybe he is just insane. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just gone insane with grief of, of what he saw, like, all those years ago, and is just, like, talking to a 
nobody reporter. <laughs> like or like or like uh, like uh, the air across. There's the like way. there's like a he's in um like a padded cell. Yeah. There's like a child seat in the, across the room. Yeah. With it's just up. like a pile of chicken bones on them. Yeah. It's up to interpretation at that point. Mm-hmm. But that just means assuming. I don't care. I care. <laughs> The ending is a good type of assuming. This type of assuming, I don't know. Mm. Either way, moving on. Yeah. Um, so, early on, um, Nair's talking about becoming a teacher. And says, I can finally prove myself by doing something I loved. The dolls changed that. Spoilers. Thanks. <laughs> yes, because the doll, like, saying the dolls change that really ruins the entire plot of the story. Yeah, it totally yeah. does. No, it doesn't. Well, everything was fine until the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> yes, and the Fire Nation was made of dolls. Mm-hmm. They're all yeah. fucked. <laughs> it's just like, you know that something fucked up is going to happen with the dolls, so as soon yeah, as you what... see the doll... You know that that is integral to the story. Yeah, but what kind of dolls? Like you, you don't. The only doll in the story. <laughs> like the dolls. Like, yeah, but yeah, exactly. Like it, it's it's foreshadowing what is to come. It's it's writing one hundred and one. It's creative writing one hundred and one. I get it. It's just from the the title Chicken Bones. I didn't know what to expect, but this early on in the story, I already knew what to expect. That's it's something to do with. Dolls and chicken bones, and that's one hundred percent what it is. And that's how the you only write a thing. Story. I'm, the only thing I'm missing at this point is the missing children. Yeah, and, then and you, I'm like yeah. one paragraph in, so I almost know the entire story. That's my point. <laughs> I don't. Okay, you're. I don't understand your way of thinking. <laughs> like it's almost that, like we're different people. I know, but like no, like. You're complaining that, like, you're a paragraph in and you already know a story because of, like, a bit of foreshadowing that is, that doesn't tell you anything other than dolls are involved in the tragedy that is about to befall. And, like, you're reading Creepypasta, so you know that there's going to be some kind of dark horror thing happening. Yes. Okay. So, like, and you already talk, like, like we already know from the first paragraph that there's missing children... Because there's because uh, he hasn't he hasn't talked to the uh, the press since the missing children, mm-hmm. but like, why does that ruin the story? I didn't say it ruined it. Okay, it seemed uh, like it was ruining. The I'm story just point. saying it's spoilers. Uh, thanks. Okay. Just, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the key issue is that it's blatant foreshadowing as opposed to subtle foreshadowing. How would you make it? How would you make it subtler? Not mentioning them and letting the dolls appear normally because the first instance where the doll appears I believe would have a lot more impact if you took out that line about oh yeah it's the dolls and then sort of oh there's a doll that you didn't because know was it's, creepy it's not supposed to be there but before you get there you already you were already expecting a doll to show up in every single scene so as soon as it happens you're like there it is I, I suppose, and it's not as shocking I guess like I'm trying, I'm, lur- I'm I'm trying so hard right now, guys, <laughs> to look at it from your point of view, mm-hmm. from an idiot's point of view. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you for no, no problem for saying it. Yeah. Um, uh, we're all thinking it, <laughs> <laughs> including me, clearly. But like, yeah, no, I, I'm just like, I was like, my, my knee jerk reaction is like, it didn't ruin it for me. But I am trying to like see it from your like from like another point of view. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess it. It could it it could be, but it doesn't need to be. Yeah, and again, I never said it ruined it. For I know, just the way you start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it, it, I I I'm apparently really terrible at, at inflections because it seemed like you were just like, 
like says like ah, this this ruined the entire story for me. No, no. It, <laughs> Sorry, and a, a lot of my I'm notes just, generally just, on stories, it's not like this ruined it for me. It's like I I could see a way that this could have been done to make it more effective. I think we've also pinpointed the the issue that we always have with our like the the spark of our all our arguments miscommunication is <laughs> miscommunication and me reading different like not reading properly into your inflections of mm-hmm. your of what you're saying yeah <laughs> you just assume I'm an asshole all the time well I mean <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that in the air alright fair moving on <laughs> so um yeah and then my last note is just kind of a continuation of my first note I just wish that the interview was actually there in the text because the first time reading it, I took it at face value of, he's being interviewed by a guy, this is actually what's happening, needs a photo, okay, fine, go ahead. <laughs> I didn't immediately make the connection, first read through, that it is potentially the murderer. So, the interview section is, at in that situation, is almost unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Except when you realize that the, the reporter <laughs> is potentially the killer. Cause yeah, the- but when I was going over my notes again, I'm like, well, that... There has to be a reason, and that's the only possible reason. Yeah, and the, and there are like evidence in there. Like, why would he bring up that like he got all those foot like he had like he was like being rushed into the ambulance and like sh- uh, the police officer shoving reporters and then see a um, see a photo of like a blurry photo of himself being put into an ambulance by uh, being uh, blocked mm. up by reporters, and then he's talking to a reporter twenty years down the road after. Which man, that that killer's or that that yeah, that's another really slow. Yeah, if he actually wanted to be like, crap, I didn't get a picture of him. Maybe finish him off. Yeah, maybe this is like the first. um, You know what? Maybe he like uh, maybe uh, it only. He does say that like uh, he um, recently like broke and entered into that house again and found all those document found those documents. So maybe that's what sparked the killer to go after him again because he found him. Maybe he didn't know where he was. Because, like, like, he might have, like... Like, when he went to break in, he was just spying on him, and he was actually around the house and followed him home. Yeah, like, maybe, where he was. maybe he moved out, like, moved places to get away from, like, reporters and stuff like that, because he was a shut-in for, like, almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, and then he decided to break into that place. Um, and so, like, maybe that's when the killer, like, sparked... It sparked the killer's interest again. Like, oh, I found him! Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of thing, yeah. Well, let me say this. If the, um... Even though it's doing what I hate... Would it make it better? I, I I say this because what I hate in stories is when you are two or three levels removed from what's actually happening. So right now you are one level removed of what's happening because there's narrator um, talking about something that happened to him in the past to a um, Inter- interviewer, and you're listening to what happened. But if the interview is essentially written down as the story, copy and print and p- pasted from the um, from the paper, and then be like, "This is what happened." Then at the end, like it's, it's oh. essentially, there's another part that says that Narrativeman um, has, has gone missing. If anyone has oh, any, uh, like, if you were to like, t- so like someone else posted this online as a missing person ad, kind of. Yeah. So here's here's the other way. I'll take it. Uh, we take this. Take the story. So like I, we said earlier, the story would be really good. Well, I said that the story would work really well as an audio drama. Yes, like because like the way it's written and some of that, like it's an interview format. It's easily you can easily transcribe it as a into a voice into a vocal, auditory 
experience. Yes and no, because then you wouldn't have the interviewer. No, you can still can't have that. You just it, it just it, it'd be like a radio drama. Because Charlie it, Brown, it with in some radio dramas, they do just have a one, it's one sided conversation. Oh, okay. Um, Either way, I continue. I yeah. apologize. So the the we we take another step, uh, or not 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 a step further, just another like direction. Uh, switching it to a different medium, and that is to Photoshop a news article, like just straight up make a news article, like use like the like a, a traditional newspaper template, and make this the main um, like uh, the main article. And put like a date with on a it. photo of the guy in the middle of it. Yeah, and then at the end, and then the second one is um, uh, the, the the bottom article is uh, missing man in uh, in Tier uh, Golwin. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like former teacher gone missing um, kind of thing. Like and so in the same paper, yeah. his interview and his missing yeah, persons ad. Well, because they, well, they connect. Oh no, no, not a missing ad, just a missing art, like a, a missing person's article, like a, like an editorial of like somebody like police are still investigating the missing per- the missing uh, uh, the disappearance of a former teacher and uh, connected with these uh, this missing children's case from twenty years ago. Yeah, and if, if and anyone it, has it, any information about this case, this is what he looks. Contact like. us, yeah, and see that's above, why they said see above article um, for like refresher on the cold case. Yeah, um, and if anyone has button. any connections to that, that's why yes. they put it there. Yeah, and then at the bottom have the signature like uh, the reporter because they always have like a like a reporter signature like. Stabbing McStabberson, <laughs> or or uh, or bus driver, or fake bus driver ninety nine, <laughs> or whatever yeah. the, or whatever the guy's name is. Uh, or, I thought like, it was a cop. Did we? We we I speculated it was the cop until yeah. the ending, and I was like, oh shit, it's the news, it's the reporter, because mm-hmm. they're all that information that we get, like when he broke in and found out that that photograph was of him. Or it's a hot fuss situation, and it's all of them. It's okay, a community I actually, thing. I actually, I actually have something in my final thoughts about that. Oh, okay, cool. But that's my last um, note, so we can move on from that. Okay. Just a nice segue for you to roll into your final thoughts yeah. on. So, yeah, on to final thoughts here. Um, this one has a really good audio dr- of a vibe, like I've mentioned a couple times, uh, with a real-world creepy scenario of missing kids' cases and a serial abductor slash killer, though perhaps something supernatural is afoot. Um... Because the taking of so many children at once, to me, was a bit of a stretch. Unless it was planned out, like, properly by, like, a single individual. Um, it's bullshit. There is evidence there of, like, there was some, like, planning to this. Like, the guy takes photographs of the kids and then, like, that, all, that kind of stuff. And perhaps even the perpetrator, like, the, 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 the abductor, the killer, whoever he is... Or they, she is, or they are, um, had help. Like there was like a small group of people because, like, again, thirty kids in a bus just vanishing. How does one person wrangle that many kid, like, like rowdy kids? Like a teacher could do it, but like, how does like a potentially reporter guy do it? Like by or bus driver even really do it? Like, does he still have the authority? Like, does he like, like, does he, does he is he tricking them into thinking that they're on like a, a special trip first before they go to school? And maybe because I mean, like, school sucks for kids in general unless you're like have a like a, a pleasant like experience with it. Um, so maybe they're like all thrilled to go on like a special trip, like mm. in the woods near this farmhouse, and then they all get wrangled into this basement and then lock the doors, and then oh, that's one there, and then we'll just kill the guy later. Or it's a situation where like the normal bus driver was sick. 
was sick. Yeah, sick. He's also missing now. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, Uh, So, essentially, the murderer steps into those shoes. That would have been another good uh, uh, addition to it. If there was a... um, If there was a doll... Of the bus on driver? The, on the, on, at, the bu- at, the, at the bus scene, like the cops found. Like, like kind of like how the cops suddenly had um, two, like, police dolls in their car. Yeah, I was about to say, like, why would the, the, the killer leave the dolls there? But that's what he does. He yeah. leaves the dolls there. This is why I also said that it was some kind of supernatural thing afoot. Because those two cops that went missing were outside of the school in their patrol car monitoring the situation. And somebody snuck past them added 30 fucking dolls to that, that gate, and then whisked, like, abducted them and put two dolls in their car and walked and ghosted. I'm gonna say probably got the cops first. Yeah. Probably, yeah. But, like, how? Because, because they were sitting there and they would have witnessed it, so they need to go. Yeah, but, like, my question is, like, like I'm just, like, this is what gives the story a little bit more, like, additional creep factor and, like, on either side is, like, is there, like, a group of people behind this? Is there one guy that's just really fucking good at assassinating people mm-hmm. uh, and leaving, like, marks? Or is it, like, some kind of supernatural thing? Because a fog does roll in and then fo- and then roll out, um, like, uh, during this, this scenario. Like, during the story, like, the, the narrator says at the beginning of the story, of his, his uh, recalling, that a, 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 a fog rolled in off the hill, off the mountains into the valleys um, as this happened and then it vanished af- and then it cleared up after the, the, the case happened. It could be all m- explained mundanely though it, as well. It can be. It, I'm, I'm saying, Both like, of the cops be... are in on it. They have staged the... their own deaths and they have dry ice machines. <laughs> no, no, no. The, fo- I, I the, fog, the fog thing is just a UK thing. That too, yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, like it always comes in at this time, you know? Yeah, it's like, this is the perfect time to, t- this, to whisk away the bus because it'll vanish into the fog. It'll look super cool. <laughs> well, yeah. Just for Jurassic Also, image-wise, like, because there is an image at the end of the story. Oh, yeah. And it's done, again, it's an image at the end of the story that ties into the seat, to the thing. And also, when you when you uh, uh, link this story to, to something like, say, like a Discord fi- uh, account or like to a Twitter or something like that, that's the image that pops up. So it's a nice little, like, placeholder, like, title card almost thing for the story because it's a bus going away, like, like leaving, like, going away from the, uh, the cameraman mm-hmm. into the fog, which is a great, like, visual, uh, especially for the end of the story because that's kind of what happens, is the, the bus vanished, basically, into the fog. Yeah. Would you have preferred a, uh, um, a doll no. being shown? You, like, leaving it up to the mind? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of um, there, actually. And, again, like, it's... The, the image is placed well, whereas, like, some creep bosses leave them at the top, and you're like... Yeah. Like, Solifuge. It's like, they just give you the... Spiders. Image, the spider. It's like... But I think, honestly, it would have been better to have the Solifuge, uh, the, the image of a camel spider at the bottom of that. That's but also, if you don't have any idea what a camel spider looks like, when it shows true, up, yeah. you don't know what it looks like. Yeah, but at the same time, like... So that one I'm going to have to argue with you. Except the, during the story, you find out what a cam- what a solifuge is, and it's a camel spider. And then at the end, it's like, ah, it's a camel So that's what it looks like. So I mean, I'm like, but then yeah, you have to go back it, and take it or leave it, I guess. Yeah. Like, it, it could go either way for me. Um, and like for you, it, like, it would be better there. Yeah. For me, it doesn't matter, but I think it would be better that the, the end. For most stories, though, it is better at the end. But for this one... Having the bus at the at the end does work. Yeah, because basically, but like, it also doesn't spoil anything if it was at the start too. No, but at the same time, because it's talking about at school. At the same time, it does because it does talk about like because, um, like we were saying, the missing kids and stuff is and like the bus. Like we know that by having a bus going off into the fog, we know that 
a bus full of kids right off the bat. Yeah. So yeah. 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 So in this case, it's, it's placed properly. At the end. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my question was like, where the fuck those two cops go? <laughs> um, like, how did he whisk them away? Unless it was some kind of supernatural, or they were in on it, or like a group of people just like assassinated them and take them away. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's just whoa. Um, well, options. I like the character's uh, narrative as it is both reasonably one-sided for me, anyway. Uh, like it seemed, and like what do you mean one-sided? Like, again, like one-sided. Like oh hey hello. Uh, like, well, it's hundred percent one-sided. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> like no, it's reasonably to me. It was reasonably one-sided. Like because it's kind of like that audio drama thing. Like we are kind of imposing ourselves as the reporter. And then by the end... Oh, I was taking your word reasonably differently. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you meant it's pretty one-sided. But no, it's 100% one-sided. Yeah, yeah. But you're saying it's done one-sided in a reasonable manner. Exactly, yes. Okay. <laughs> I hate English. I hate it. <laughs> Don't you love being on a show that we critique stories and literature? No. <laughs> the English language is stupid. <laughs> um, and yeah, to me, it gave me, like, the story gave me some great visuals, um... For this creepy dark mystery, like it, I don't think at any point was I like confused as to what was going on. Hmm. Um, except I will, I will admit um, when I first like read the first like line of the story, I was like, "Huh, well, am I being talked to?" <laughs> and, then, oh. and, then, and then I can you're the interviewer, yeah. And then I can read, "Oh, I'm the interviewer." And then by the end, it's like, "And I'm the killer." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'll uh, say this: so, if it was done in a choose-your-own-adventure, <laughs> as you with like a, in a digital format, being like, "Oh, hi," uh, and then you choose your response or whatever. But, yeah. yeah, and then that's the that's the horror and final revelation for the player or the reader and player is that you were the killer. Of the old no, John, you are the demons. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, so yeah, apart from some hiccups in anachronism. Uh, and the cop dolls, or like the the whole like cops like situation, like we don't really get any uh, resolution as to like how they vanished. You theorize a few yeah, ways, we, though. Yeah, we we come to that. Um, and aside from that one butt, <laughs> singular butt yeah. of a place. That said, my God, probably the cleanest creepypasta of those that we've encountered. Uh, I recommend this one, like probably about eighty percent, because again, nothing's truly perfect, but. Mm-hmm. This one was creepy. Um, it had some really good visuals, and not too many issues regarding like the the writing or even like the the continuity. Aside from until we sat down and started talking about it. that's the camera phone. Well, I, I don't entirely agree with some of the things that you brought up, but that's a lot of nitpicking. Yeah. It's also like it, it might be like again a regional thing. Yeah. Like we may it may be a little bit more different for the UK people than for Canadians. Uh, when it comes to like the school system and stuff like that, so uh, yeah, I recommend. Mikey, yeah. what do you got? All right, do it. So it, <laughs> it's in the process. It's revelation time. Yeah. Oh. Is it? Which you almost touched on. Oh, did I? Almost. Don't get too excited. You might be disappointed. <laughs> Nair is the murderer. I was going. I in my head <laughs> while I was going through it, I was going to bring it up. I was like. No, that's... I don't have any real proof to that. So do you have any proof as to why? He has pictures of all the kids. Because it states that he has He's... the picture of the missing kid. And he knew exactly who he looked like. Yeah. And he also has a, a fa- he has a, like, a, like eidetic memory for faces, apparently. <laughs> and he's been in hiding for 20 years. A reporter who's investigating the cold case 
follows this lead. Perhaps the click at the very end is not the click of a camera, or maybe it is, but it's also the click of a gun. Underneath <laughs> the table. Oh, yeah. He's on solo way in there. Yeah, he's going to shoot first. Over my dead... Yeah, you think a picture. Over my dead body. Bam! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that also gets rid of any discrepancies because he's telling half-truths. Yeah, because... Yeah, I, I was like... I was almost thinking that it, like that was an option when I was talking about, like, how... Um, like, he had, like, he was always, like, popping up and, like, or he had, like, kind of, like, all the, this material to do it. Like, mm-hmm. he was at the scene, yeah. like, he shows up, he also blacks out, so maybe it's not even, like, he's responsible for his own actions. Maybe he's, like, got, like, a split personality kind of thing that, mm-hmm. like, goes and does this. Because he, like, blacks out, or, like, I almost thought there was going to be, like, some kind of weird, like, psychological thing when he, like, went to the cops and, like, were, there's just two dolls. It's like, are the cops actually there? And he's just, like, he's just seen them as dolls. dolls. Yeah. Like, you're going to be killed later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but or, that's what they're going to look like when I make dolls of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then, wow. then I almost thought you had it, and we were like, yeah, all these kids on the bus. Like, if you're a teacher... Yeah, no, that's... that's <laughs> in my head, that, that was the moment where I was like... In my head, I was like, should I bring up the, like... Or, wait, wait, wait what, if the, what if the killer's the, guy, the big character? It was like, no, I don't have any real evidence aside from, like, like what a teacher... Like, the, the teacher being, like, having, like, the, the chance. But yeah, no, like, okay. Yeah, that's, that's another theory. Mm-hmm. Hence why all this just started when he started. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. That doesn't, that doesn't help his like case. the day he starts, it <laughs> starts happening. Yeah, literally day one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For all we know, he killed the reporter for taking his photo. Yeah, yeah. that's why he got how he got the the photos in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That is. Would it be released? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say like like it's a, it's like one hundred percent like cemented that he is the killer because it's surprisingly plausible. It, it's plausible, <laughs> but not as to me. It's not as plausible as some of the other ones we came up with. But the fact that it's even there, yeah, the fact that it's there, look, that's the thing about the story. That I, like I love about these kind of endings is like we can theory craft afterward after mm-hmm. we've read the story. I mean, some stories they leave it so open where that, it's like. Okay, I have to make up my own net, my own ending. But then there's stories that do like this. Yeah. That like you walk. It's like again, I, I referenced it a couple of times. But like you walk away out of uh, sleepaway camp, and it's like, what do we just? Do you guys see that? Yeah, just like talking to random people. It's like yeah, like, like just like five minutes, like thirty minutes go by, and they're just still outside of the theater, just talking mm-hmm. about like what they just experienced. Yeah, like that's what I love about those these kind of endings. You either. And, and especially when they do it right, because when they don't do it like with, like how we said, like I feel like the ones that like we're like, well, they leave us too much like there's too much like in the air ambiguity, yeah, and you're just like they don't shoot the landing basically, is because they're trying to do that like theory craft ending, like that make you speculate at the end or make you think ending, mm-hmm. and when they when they sh- when they let when they um, what are you trying to say when they shoot the landing, nail the landing when they nail the landing, <laughs> yeah. so when they nail the landing. They uh, they they do it well. Like they like it's this kind of story where like we're not complaining about the ending. We're talking about the ending and theorizing yeah. what the fuck we just read. <laughs> yeah, there's enough there that it it didn't stop. Yeah, it ended. So okay, so <laughs> yeah. So that being said, uh, I didn't really like the twist with the reporter being the killer. 
but I prefer the twist with the narrator being the killer. All right, that's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because to me, the, that twist makes it so that is he telling the the full story? Yeah. Like I almost or feel like, like the cop. I feel I feel like there were he was setting up the cop, like at the beginning, like who was like raised on a farm. To be the killer, because again, it would also make sense. Like, why are those cops gone? Well, they were actually one of them was the guy and the, his partner, so his partner in crime. Mm-hmm. But then the 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 and yeah, the the reporter thing is kind of like does start not early, but like maybe mid story. Um, like they add in they insert like like him, him going into the into the in the ambulance and being barraged by like photographers or by mm-hmm. by camera guys and reporters, and then he finds the documents in the shed. Um, near the end of the story, and one, and he knows exactly where that photo is because it was the one he was going into the ambulance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but like it does, it is kind of like later into the story that we get that we get the information that the killer is that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, well, nothing's felt, cemented. Yeah, but yeah, the fact that he but, wanted to take a picture at the end is set up so well because in that situation, yeah. If you're doing an important article in a paper or whatever, you would take a picture of the guy. Yeah, no, exactly. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, and again, mm-hmm. it is like kind of left there. Like everything here, like we have basically three suspects: cop, um, reporter, and the the teacher himself, mm-hmm. and potentially the fog. So forth. <laughs> the fog itself is actually some kind of supernatural element, or the bus driver, or the bus driver, which yeah, which might be a different, or picture. the guy who leaked the footage. <laughs> Yeah, except I think it. it, it or the kid, that he, like, the, the kid that went missing the first time. <laughs> no, 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 but so we have about like three. There's about four, three or four like solid suspects here. Yes. Yeah. So it is a partial recommendation for me. Okay. And just for uh, the the head count, my my money's on the reporter. Your money's on the teacher. <laughs> and now, Game in Yellow. It's up to me. Yeah. To either... You don't. You don't have to say like what your what, you, what your money's on until after your 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 recommendations. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, either way, I will. I'll recommend it as well. I, I enjoy the story all the way through. Uh, I, I didn't know what to expect with Chicken Bones as the the title. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie with you. I, I was also not exactly sure what I was expecting yeah. when I read the story. Um, I knew that it was a Stephen Shorter story, but it was called Chicken Bones, and there was a. Photo because I did see the photo of a bus going. Well, yeah, because I always scroll down to see yeah. how long it is. It's well, yeah, because I had to do that for our, for my Google Doc stuff and like getting the my notes and stuff gathered. Mm. But yeah, so I was like, okay. <laughs> do they have spoiler tags for uh, pictures on creepypasta websites? Because so. like when when a picture is a spoiler, this one really yeah. isn't a whole bunch. I feel like it should be hidden under a spoiler. I know there are some that you can't. Like, I know it's really easy to do. You just need to well, at least with. Discord and so that you just have to like put two vertical lines on the front and two vertical lines behind on the other oh, side, okay. and that black bars it basically. Well, when you but click on it, it opens it, and then yeah, when you click on it, it, it unspoils it. Okay, mm-hmm. but either way, um, or unspoils it, it it declassifies it, reveals it, yes, yes. <laughs> it um unredacts it, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not spoiled until you click, yes. And if you click, reading at the right point, it's not spoiled at all. Because mm-hmm. it's real, it doesn't matter. Either way, <laughs> uh, I didn't know what to expect with Chicken Bones, but I like the story. Um, there's like as we've been talking about for x amount of minutes. Hang on, hang on. An hour and twenty minutes. Hour and twenty minutes that uh, we've been talking about. Uh, there's a lot of different ways it can go, and um, 
like I said earlier, it doesn't stop, it ends. A story needs to end. Like, my two things that um, make me enjoy the story most is when it ends properly and when you can get immersed in the situation. And you, you just nailed it. A story, like, a bad story just stops. Yeah. A good story ends. Yeah. And there is a difference between those two. Yeah, because stopping is like, well, what happened to this and that? Like, there's yeah, loose ends to tie up. when a story ends, it's... <laughs> what the fuck did... Guys, we have a conversation here. Like, yeah, pretty much, yeah. just read? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you think, Skiller? Or, like, what do you think's happened here? Like, that's that's a good conversation... Uh, like, like, like post-story conversation piece. Compared when to some other stops, ones where it's like, like, what the fuck happened here? Yeah, like, <laughs> why did it stop? Yeah, yeah. Like, are we missing a part of the story? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah like... That it's it feels um, uh, not concluded. It feels um, satisfying. Mm-hmm. It's a satisfying stop. Is what an ending is. Yeah, like I don't need to ask for more. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you're you're content. That's what content to discuss to, with your friends or like other fellow readers of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not like begging for more information because the story just ended. Like it yeah. just dropped off. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, and I like the different uh, theories we came up with. I'm not sure which one's my favorite. Uh, I mean, the reporter makes the most sense, like him coming back. Like that's the one that's clearly put there. It's like either you read it as the the killer was some random killer and it has nothing to do with Nair like, or the, the interviewer, driver, just like, or it could be yeah. anyone. But the the possibility of it being the interviewer is cool. Yeah, and it, it seems like the story was building up for that, mm-hmm. like, like that, like that revelation at the end, of, like where, like, because we get the information, like some hints right close to the end, yeah, that the reporter is the killer. But it's not hammered home how weird it is that he's taking a picture. Like if he's doing an audio recording of it all, yeah, and saying like he's doing it for a radio show, and he's like, I want to take your picture too. It's like uh, for radio, okay, but it's an article, yeah. But yeah, it's everything is clean cut. There's no. There's nothing that Nair could really see to notice that it's the killer. Mm-hmm. Like even early on, it's like, do I remember you? You're the... yeah. He, he referenced right at the beginning. Yeah, and and I, not until I like we we started redoing this, like like talking about the story here and like mm-hmm. reading the first bit like for our rundown. I was like, oh shit, he already like he's kind of like already doesn't suspect, but he like looks familiar. Well, he looks familiar because he says he's a like a relatively famous reporter. Yeah. But or interviewer. He could but also he, be He that. could still have a dark freaking home life where he does this. Yeah. But he, he puts up a normal facade. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, yeah, it could be that he's just like, he's just remembering the reporter uh, like because he's a, famous, a fairly popular and famous reporter. Mm-hmm. Or the story could l- lends it to how that it could be that he's remembering him because of that event that happened yeah, yeah, yeah. way back. But overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know where to side with favorite ending though, because the the reporter one is the one that's put out there first. Mm-hmm. But the most interesting is probably Nair, because Nair's never been the bad guy; <laughs> he's always been our hero. <laughs> I think there's been a couple where he's no, there has been a, one at least one, your debut episode uh, episode of the show. Who's you? This is not your uh, podcast. Sorry, Mikey, Mikey's <laughs> debut episode of the show with a picture of this. Mm. And it turned out the narrator was actually a serial killer who kills critics of creepypastas. Oh, nice. <laughs> by making shitty creepy... Or by making, like... Uh, by making... By adding purposeful errors and problems in his stories for the for the, for the people to critique. And then he goes and hunts them down and kills them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's real nice. All right. Yeah, that one's probably my favorite. 
because I did not think of that at all. So, the, so thank you, Mikey. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, that was this week's episode. If you like what you heard or if you didn't, leave us a comment, comment section below. We're on Kiwi 6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Uh, we're also on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the East Dance for Evil. Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow without the W because they took his last character. For the at symbol. Yep. Uh, I'm at Review Cultist, uh, so you can contact us there and talk to us. Um, we're relatively chill people there. Um, relatively? Yeah. All right, like, fair. I, I mostly I, I talk to people when they talk to me, and I um, like and retweet like spooky things and strange things that I see on Twitter. <laughs> um, though I don't think you have much of a presence down there. I, I should, but I don't. I should. <laughs> yeah. But it's fine. Um, it's technology. Yeah. You can also get a hold of us via email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. Um, and if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with extra episodes, special episodes... Um, uh, or extra content, special episodes, and early access to episodes um, a couple of days before they air proper. Um, and for our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. Uh, and to the listeners and authors of these stories, um, specifically this one, Stephen, uh, thank you, because without your stories and without your listenership, we really wouldn't have a show. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I am Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. This has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Click. Chicken bones. Right. That's the one with the chicken bones. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the 30 missing children. So many chicken bones. Okay. So wait, what the hell is the elephant in the room? You, you, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Don't yeah, worry. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. it. Don't worry about it. We got you. It, it, It'll be funny. It'll I feel be like funny I'm, regardless. If, 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 if I hate being that guy. It's that fine. misses everything. It's fine. You're the layman. You're 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 the you're the you're the straight man to, in our show. It's fine. It's the giant plot hole. <laughs> <laughs>